Welcome to the Woo Woo Guru Podcast. I am Rachel Kirk and thank you so much for being here today. This podcast serves everyone and anyone who desires some alternative self-improvement methods and options. I have studied hundreds of incredible topics that will help you serve your highest good. From yoga and breath work to crystals and Akashic records, I bring to you weekly all of the woo-woo ways to be your best and most authentic self. If you love this podcast, please feel free to leave a five-star review and write some great things that you learned from the podcast. Also, feel free to go on Facebook or Instagram, share, post, and tag me. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at The Woo Woo Guru. Don't forget to add that extra E on the because I am extra, okay? Thanks for being here, and let's jump into today's episode. Woo-woo! Thank you so much, everybody, for being here today. I am Rachel Kirk, the Woo-Woo Guru, coming at you with Amy Mack from Soul Workings. We are going to be discussing today all about the Akashic Records, the benefits of them, how to get into them, and also if you want to do some teachings yourself, Amy is super knowledgeable and actually has some workshops going, so we're going to introduce those to you as well. Amy, thank you for being here today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today, Rachel. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. So I think a great startup question is just really, what are the Akashic Records? That is an amazing question. Um, So the Akashic Records is a soul level dimension of consciousness that contains the story of every soul's journey as human throughout time. So um, the word Akasha is just a Sanskrit word that means um, primary substance, you know, that which out of which everything is made of. So the records, it just, um, it, it contains, you know, every single lifetime right? Um, That a soul has ever um, experienced. And so every word, every action, every thought is recorded in the records. And so um, it is um, an infinite spiritual resource that we have access to at this time um, in in humanity's development. So, um, you know, historically, the records have really been um, limited to like the mystics and saints and really special people. And um, it's only been in the last couple of decades where the records have been opened up to anyone who wants to um, work in the records. So, um, so that's what the records are. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, what an amazing um, thing to have access to is can anybody have access to them or is there a process that you have to go through in order to get access? Um, anyone who wants to work in the records um, can access them at this point. Um, I work with a very specific prayer. It's called the pathway prayer process. It was um, brought through by Dr. Linda Howe and um, it is a prayer that you can use to get into the records. And then you can also um, get out of the records using the closing prayer. So it's a very, defined and um, deliberate way to get in and out of the records. Amazing. Amazing. And Linda Howe is basically the mother of Akashic Records. Yes, absolutely. She is the, yeah, the world expert on uh, all Akashic studies. Yeah. Awesome. 
Yeah, she's um uh I, I've heard her on a couple of podcasts as well, and she is a wealth of information. And even just the way she speaks is so uplifting as well. Um, it's uh, she's very very beautiful, and um so the process of the akashic records of um you you said a word of accessing the records. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, using the With- prayer. So it's a prayer. There's like um. Uh, there are parts of the prayer that are spoken out loud, and then there are parts of the prayer that are spoken silently. All you need is the prayer and then um, the current legal name of the person who's, you know, the person's records that you want to open. So if it's for yourself, then obviously you would have your current legal name. You know what that is. And, um, and you just say the prayer and then you're in. It's that simple. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Now, if somebody were doing this or even getting um, this read by you, is there, um, obviously permission is granted for you to access their records, um, but is there is there any way you could be blocked if you feel blocked from the accessing of somebody's records? Is that a possibility during a session? Um, I will say I've never actually experienced that. <laughs> so I don't have the person's current legal name then I would not be able to get into their records. If I don't have their name, the current legal name, there's no way for me to really um, access their records. The only other thing I can think of is um, if someone is just really not into it, and they show up for a reading. For example, if someone received like a gift certificate from their, I don't know, spouse or something, and they're like, okay, I'm here, right? Yeah. What's the reading? You know, what am I going to get out of this reading? And so. Um, the thing about Akashic Records readings is that, you know, we're accessing the individual's um, records of their soul, right? And so if someone is not really, if they don't have the consciousness to ask for one or to be interested in one, then they're not ready for one. Right. Right. So so that's the only um, situation I can think of. Things, you know, if you're not ready to access that or be in mm-hmm. that area then, you know, it's not going to work for you. So many people always have that feeling of, well, I mean, it didn't really work for me. Why didn't it work for you? You probably didn't really believe in it and didn't really access it properly because you're going in thinking that this really isn't for me. You're not owning it. So right, right. when the readings happen, like why would somebody want to get a reading of their records? Is it specific to one thing? Is it everything? Like, what are we looking for when somebody's getting um, their records read? Um, Usually the people who show up for readings are the ones who have been struggling, you know, with with at least one um, life issue, right? Um, They're looking for guidance and direction. They're trying to figure out um, maybe what their soul's purposes are, um, trying to figure out how to make a relationship work, right? Trying to figure out what, um, what kind, you know, they're in the process of making some really big decisions or transitioning, you know, in their life. And so um, the individuals who usually show up for readings are really looking for a deeper understanding for who they are and what they're really doing on this planet, right? It's, it's, um, it's kind of, it's very different from a psychic reading, you know, where someone comes in for a tarot reading, then they're like, well, I want to know what's going to happen with this relationship. And so that's more outcome driven, right? Versus in an Akashic Records reading, it's really about 
we're really looking at um, who are you and why are you experiencing these challenges? Like what is, how are your, um, how are these difficulties really supporting you in your soul's journey rather than what, you know, who am I going to marry, <laughs> you know, or right. when will I meet my soulmate? So, um, so those kinds of questions are better for, you know, psychic readings, whereas in an Akashic record reading, it's about why am I here? How can I be more loving to myself and the people around me? And how can I really fulfill my soul's destiny while I'm here on this planet? Right. And how exciting is that to, to, to learn something, but to be able to offer something like that to somebody, when somebody comes into your session, and they're just like, what is my soul's purpose? And having the capability to be like, well, I, I, I see this, you know, is there, um, when somebody is asking about their soul purpose, like, is there a timeline of how far you can go back? Like, is there many past lives that they've had? Is there one specific past life that you kind of drop into sometimes? Is it multiple? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a really great question, Rachel, because a soul's purpose is um, is ongoing, right? So meaning it is something that um, is expressed in every incarnation. So it doesn't change from lifetime to lifetime. It's something that we're always working on and, um, you know, pursuing in some ways, right? And so um, I, I like to say that you know, that question, what are my soul's purposes? It's kind of like the million dollar question. Everyone starts with that question, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but it's, it's also, it's, it's, um, it's also a very difficult question to start off with in a reading. And so what I usually tell people is, um, you know, let's look at what's going on in your life because your soul's purposes will be revealed, through what is happening in your life, right? It's going to be revealed in your relationships, in your career, um, in your, you know, um, in everything else, you know, in your health, it's going to show up. And so once we cover a few topics, um, then it becomes very apparent what that person's soul's purposes are. And so it's, um, it's more of like an exploration in a reading, right? Where when someone wants to come in wanting to find out about their soul's purposes, um, it's not like I just get, I just drop the answer. Exploration <laughs> and, and it does get revealed over the course of a reading what a person's soul's purposes are. And so I think that's where um, the fascination lies for a lot of people, right? Like, oh, and then to have that realization of, oh, this isn't some, some random thing that I've just, that, you know, that I have to figure out. I mean, it, it's something that is always in your face as, you know, um, as you're moving through life. And so, uh, it's really about bringing more awareness, right, mm -hmm. to how that is being expressed and how we can, as individuals, really allow that to flourish, right, as we move through life. And what an opportunity that is to be able to get that revealed to you. But I think it's really important to note that, you know, the steps that you're taking to get the Akashic Records read is also, it's, it's not going to be sometimes the answers that you thought you were seeking it, it could right. be like in totality a totally different thing but all within the workings of your soul's purpose yes how about when somebody talks about relationships with people that they may have now how are those kind of created from what has happened in our past lives um, that's a really great question. So for example, let's just say that someone has a lot of, um, difficulties with their, um, 
mother, perhaps, right? Like they've just never really been able to get along with their mother. And um, sometimes it, it's really about, it's never really about the other person. That's the thing, right? Because we all like to think it's the other person that is creating all the chaos and difficulty and the drama. Um, but the, you know, from the Akashic perspective, it's really about the individual, right? Who's being read and the issues um, that they are working through. So if someone, let's just say um, part of um, the lessons that they're supposed to work through in this lifetime is um, self-love, right? Like really honoring their own truths to have an overbearing mother, perhaps, right? Like um, that, that really suffocates them and, and doesn't really allow them to um, express their individuality, right? So it's, it's not about the mother, it's about the individual who is um, learning how to really um, honor and trust themselves, Mm -hmm. Right. And so we really look at the issues for the individual. You know, we can see how um, the other person may be, you know, maybe creating some of the difficulties or the challenges, but we don't really focus on the other person. It's about the individual being read and how they are being supported, right? In, in that particular right. challenge and what they can do for themselves. You discover as you're in these readings, like patterns that are current now like the, the the motherhood wound or motherhood issues and then seeing them in their past lives as well and kind of being like okay you're here now because this is still an open wound and we need to change it that's what you know they're they're bringing this to you and everything yes, yes yeah. absolutely yeah and and a lot of times it's interesting because i have clients who come in and they ask well you know i really i my mother right my mother is the most difficult person in my life and what if you know uh did i do something to her in a past life or you know right, right. Like, what kind of beef does she have with me and and again it's it's really about um she you know this person may or may not have had a similar situation in a past life right or maybe the roles were switched or it was with somebody else right but it's the issue itself that that gets carried right um, from lifetime to lifetime until, um, you know, there's acceptance, right? And and we dissolve the judgments around it. So, but yes, I mean, it's, and sometimes it's ancestral and sometimes it's all of them, right? right. And you just take your pick. Where do you right. want to start? Right. <laughs> so. Somebody's um, coming into a session, we say the, the, the pathway prayer, and then um, as you're asked, they're asking questions to you, are you getting visions? Are you having somebody talk to you? What is that process like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so for me, I receive the information in a lot of different ways. Um, I usually, I usually get words to start with. And then I, you know, as I start to, um, as I start to describe, you know, what that word is and what it seems like, I sometimes get images, I get feelings, um, and sometimes I hear words or hear, you know, phrases. Um, and so it's it's a little bit across the board for me. And um, but I will say that it is different for every practitioner. Um, everyone receives differently. Um, there, you know, very few people actually see images, right, as their main um, way of receiving information. But, um, you know, it's possible to see, hear, feel, just know, 
right? Some people actually smell, <laughs> you know, <laughs> smell like um, fragrances or odors. And that is, and that informs the, you know, what they're um, receiving from, from their records. Amazing. Amazing. So do you know, like after reading that pathway prayer, like, are you automatically put into the records? Like, do you feel like a flush feeling of just like, <laughs> um, it's never that dramatic. I will say so. So part of the prayer is spoken silently. And that's when we, um, that's when my consciousness shifts from, you know, ordinary human consciousness into the consciousness of the Akashic records. And so it's a very gradual um, shift for me. And so, and then I do say, you know, the records are now open and that's, that completes the shift. And so um, I've never had a very dramatic like entry into right. the records. It, it's a very peaceful place to be in, right? Whether it's in my own records or in, you know, a client's records. Um, and, and it's, I, you know, I feel energy coming in through my head and just kind of downloading um, and, and so, but it's a very, it's a very subtle shift, but once I'm in, I know I'm in. When somebody gets their records read, like, is it an end all be all just one session thing? Is there certain things where it could be multiple sessions and you're working on one specific thing? Um, you know, the way that I work is, um, I have people come in for an hour, right? And they have the opportunity to ask anywhere between four to seven questions, right? And that usually covers like all the major issues or all the major concerns, right? That an individual has. Um, and usually that that goes a long way, honestly. Um, I don't usually say to people, well, you know, we've got more to do, <laughs> you know, you gotta come back. It's really more of an as needed basis. So once someone has had a reading, you know, they need time to process that information, right? To kind of shift into those um, changes. And, um, and so I would say some people come in, you know, once a year for a reading, um, maybe sometimes even longer. I mean, I've had a handful come in like six months after the first reading and just to kind of like um, revisit or to kind of um, touch base on the issues that we've talked about. I would say that anyone who feels like they need more, um, mm -hmm. I invite them and encourage them to learn how to do this for themselves. Because mm -hmm. there's, I mean, there's so much more that can be um, gained, right, from working the records than from, I mean, I love getting readings, don't get me wrong, <laughs> you know, right. and I love giving them, um, but there's, for someone who's really seeking more, right, that, that can be a sign that they can do this too, that, that this is for them, so um, that's usually what I, what I've noticed. Great, great, okay, yeah, and that's a great, say, how did you start this journey? Oh my goodness, this, um, well, let's just say that I have always, always been fascinated by the metaphysical arts, right? Even as a teenager. And so I, um, I was working with the tarot when I was 13 and, you know, um, ended up in, ended up training in Reiki by the time I was in my early twenties, ended up in massage school after that. Right. And so it, it's not like the craziest thing for me to end up working in the records, but um, what ended up happening was I was going through a health crisis in my early thirties and I could not figure it out. I, you know, I tried everything. I did herbs, I did meditation, I did prayer, you know, energy work, 
And I, I just felt like nothing was helping. Right. And, um, I was, I was going through this for about a year, just searching for answers, like just being so, um, depressed by this condition that I was dealing with, um, thinking there was, there were no answers available to me. And so about a year into this, I ended up walking into, you know, a woo-woo shop (laughs) and, and, um, you know, I saw a pamphlet on the wall for Akashic Records readings and I thought I'm doing that. And, um, and so I did. And, um, in my first reading, I, of course, my question was, what is going on, right, with my health? And um, the the response was that my body was just going through a detox, you know, and it just made all the difference in the world because leading up to that, right? I was like, oh, there's like a real reason. I'm not like being punished, right? I'm not being told I shouldn't be doing this healing work and all these things. And and, yeah. and, you know, leading up to that, I was like spiraling into self-doubt and I was like, what is going on? You know, all, all the things, right. Just kind of the pit of despair. Right? Right. And so having, having my reader tell me that, like, it just, it just made all the difference in the world for me. And so, um, shortly after that, I, you know, took my first class, um, and I just, you know, never looked back. It, it's something that I have, um, I found the records, you know, trying to, find a solution for my body. But what ended up happening was that, um, did my body heal? Of course, right? I mean, it did. Um, and But in the process, what I wasn't expecting was um, the, the ability to really find peace, right? Um, regarding my condition, regarding all the things that um, created the self-doubt within me, right? And um, and so that's, you know, I, I was in my own records every day for about like, I don't know, three or four months until finally I was like, should I do this for my clients? <laughs> right? And, and, um, and the guidance in my records was like, yes. And I was like, no, <laughs> but of course we all go through that process. Right. And so, um, within a couple of years of that, I ended up um, doing the teacher training with Dr. Linda Howe. And, you know, I've been teaching since 2014. So that's kind of um, been my, that's a very um, abbreviated <laughs> version of the story. But, but I, you know, that's how I ended up in the records. I was trying to heal myself. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that's what you love about the records is that you're able to bring it to other people as well. And is folks can expect when they get their records read is probably a type of healing as well as the understanding of who they are, things of that nature. Is, is there anything else that they can get from it more so? Um, you know, most people when they come in for a reading, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to figure out what's going on, right? They're trying to like make their lives work. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, how do I get this to work? Right. How do I fix this? And so, um, part of, and you're right, you know, what happens in every, every reading is a, is a healing. There's a healing available in every reading. And it's not something that I do to anybody, right. Or that anything is done to the individual. Just being in the atmosphere of the records is healing, 
right? And so in a reading, um, an individual has the opportunity to experience for themselves how they are seen, known, and loved by their masters, teachers, and loved ones, right? And the Akashic perspective of every individual is that everyone is perfect and whole and good, right? And so, um, which I think is a really different experience in human, normal human life, right? Because we all go around thinking, oh, I'm flawed and, and I'm terrible and I could be better. Right. And people don't like me. And right. And so we're, you know, we're dealing with um, other people's opinions and our own minds, right? Which love to tell us, you know, what's wrong. Um, but they get a break from that when they're in the records, right? When they have a, when they're receiving a reading, because um, as a practitioner, I see every individual from the perspective of their soul, mm -hmm. right? And so we don't have any judgments or criticisms, um, about the individual. It's like, no, of course, of course you're struggling. Of course, of course you robbed that bank. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had every reason to. Yeah. So, so that's what someone can gain from, from having a reading, you know, to really see themselves, to experience the way that they are seen, known, and loved in the mm -hmm. records. And, um, which also can then change how they, you know, um, view the issues in their life as well yeah. right like it shifts everything you said that there were three different entities if you will like the teachers the who, masters who... teachers and loved ones okay yeah. so loved ones is pretty self-explanatory like ancestors i would assume that are real or any uh usually the loved ones are individuals that um that we that we've known in this lifetime who have passed on so oh, it can be, it can be, you know, your deceased aunt or uncle or grandfather, you know, it can be those individuals or someone that you didn't know very well, but um, at the level of the soul, they have made a commitment to really support you in this lifetime to help you move through whatever it is, you know, through this journey, you know, this incarnation. Amazing. Okay. And then there's teachers. Yes. Yeah, so you've got the masters, teachers, and the loved ones we just talked about. So the teachers are very lesson specific. So they get assigned to you by the masters. Oh, okay. And so, you know, so the teachers can be, you know, um, you know, Buddha, right? Mother Teresa. Um, and the thing is that, you know, the teachers, they never really step forward and say, hey, it's me, Jesus. <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm your teacher. Um, they really like to remain anonymous, right? Like kind of, um, they don't really want us to get too distracted mm -hmm. by the glamour of their, you know, personality, right? And so we have teachers um, and they're, they're, they're assigned to us based on what our soul has chosen to work on in every incarnation. Right? Okay. So, and they stay with us until we've mastered that lesson. So, and then you've got the masters who are with you from the inception of your soul. So they travel, you know, they're with you and they're, I like to think of them as kind of like the like the managers, right? Because they assign the teachers and the loved ones. They oversee your soul's growth from, you know, your um, from incarnation to incarnation. So they mm -hmm. really um, they really travel with you, you know, from from your soul's inception until you're done. Wow. That's amazing. Has there has there ever been anything of like one thing in particular that has shocked you when you've been inside somebody's Akashic records or your own for that matter? 
wouldn't say shock is the best word, but I, very unexpected is the level of compassion and acceptance that is always available, right? Um, I, I've gone into the records, you know, just really hot and bothered about something, right? And, and just thinking, oh my God, I'm so mad, or I can't believe this is happening. And, and I'll go into my records um, and, and I'll just kind of, you know, um, express myself in there. And then, um, and then when I'm done, I feel like amazing. <laughs> So, you know, and, and it's, it's the strangest thing because I'll, I'll be 100% charged going into the records and I'll, and I'll really just, um, for lack of a better word, I'll dump, right? Like everything that I'm feeling and thinking. And, and then when I'm done, I'm just like completely at peace, which is in some ways, like, well, in a lot of ways, very therapeutic. Right. And, but that's something that I've never, I never really, um, I mean, I didn't go into the records for that, right? I didn't. <laughs> and, um, but it's something that is very constant and and reliable and that I never really thought um, was part of the experience of being in the records. Not just answers we're getting, it's a full embodiment of the answers. Yes, <laughs> Difference. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's the whole math equation, if you will. That's why we got to work through the entire math equation. <laughs> Mostly from, from what you said, it's a very positive experience. There's usually nothing negative because there is that compassion and that support coming in. There's nothing right. where it's going to feel um, awful for somebody once they're done. Yeah. Anyone, yeah, if anyone ever has that experience, being someone, as someone being read or even as someone going into their own records, I will say with 100% certainty that you were not in the records. <laughs> so. Probably still in your subconscious. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now that we've kind of gone through the process of the reading, how do we end the reading once you know you've you've read, you've answered the questions? Where do we go from here? Um, well, there's a you know there's a closing prayer, right? And so we use the opening prayer, and now we use the closing prayer to kind of um, exit the record. So, and once we're done, we're done, and. Um, and that's usually a time for a client to just kind of, you know, provide a little bit of feedback. And, um, and some people at that point are, are like, well, you know, when can I take a class? Or how do I do this for myself? And, you know, those kinds of questions. Wonderful. I mean, I'm so thankful for you being here today and bringing all of this great information about the Akashic Records to my audience. How, how can they reach out to you and how can they find you? Um, well, I've got a website. It's www.soulworkings.com. And there you can, um, you can check it out. I've got classes there. You can schedule um, an Akashic Records consultation. Um, and I do some other things too, but you know, that's for you to explore if you <laughs> want to check that out. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram um, and Twitter. So my handle is just at soulworkings. Um, said, thank you so much, Amy, again, and thank you for being here. Thank you for bringing this to my audience. Thank you for reading the records because I think they are so vital and important for every person to at least get them read once just to experience it. Because like you said, the support and compassion that is available to them in those records coming from you, I mean, that's just support and compassion we don't receive on a normal basis as humans. So yes. hopefully 
enough people will get these read that we can kind of transfer the energy of compassion into us. And absolutely. Yes. I'm so grateful. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your dedication to the greater good and becoming your highest, most authentic self. And I hope that you have tips, tools, and anything you need to continue living an amazing woo-woo life. Um, If you feel called to, please don't forget to leave a five-star review. This way we can spread the word a little bit more about the Woo Woo Guru podcast and all the great work we're doing here. And also uh, feel free to follow me, tag me, um, write a comment, write a post about the Woo Woo Guru on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at the Woo Woo Guru. Uh, Don't forget that extra E in the because I am extra. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks so much.